0: Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True Charlie Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Sing isn't believing, believing is singing. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another week of Tis of the Podcast, the podcast that is determined to keep the spirit of Christmas alive. 365 days a year i'm tom
2: i'm julia
0: good evening i'm anthony nice to be here (laughs) it is rather nice to be here and it is nice to be here with friends what are they showing up i'm joking (laughs) i love you guys Uh, how's your week everyone
1: you know the week coming back from vacation is always hard. Coming back to a job you don't really like, but also, in general, like it's always hard coming back from Newfoundland because we don't get up there to see that family as much as we'd like or those friends, so it's just always hard leaving.
0: How yeah. long of a flight is it to Newfoundland?
1: Well, it's always it's never a direct flight, so you always have at least one, in, one to one and a half hours to Montreal or Toronto, and then depending which of those airports you go to, it's either three or four hours
0: to Newfoundland.
2: So it's like a whole
0: day. Pretty much. That's like flying anywhere from Tulsa though. That's true.
2: Fair. I got the, well, there you
1: go. I got the
0: experience.
2: Although <laughs> now now I know it's you got the like. Tulsa experience. Good times.
0: My new job is based in a hub city.
2: Which hub city would that be? Atlanta. Oh, really? delta baby is delta the one we like or the one we don't like delta is
0: the one i love
2: Okay, i love delta too okay i, I to could remember
1: air canada
2: is that a good one to fly
1: better than united oh
2: okay they just
1: redid all their planes too the worst part of flying air canada and i'm gonna sound so like an ignorant American. They make all their announcements twice because can- Air- Canada is a bilingual country. So first they do them all in English, and then the movie will start again for like ten seconds, and then it pauses again, and the same thing happens in French. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> that's awesome. New and it's also hard always leaving Newfoundland, by the way, because it's just like so nice up there. CJ, who is a, a Canadian. He- also a canadian christmas Mm -hmm. conversations you may have heard him (laughs) heck of a guy (laughs) uh, (laughs) he um he actually messaged me a few days before leaving he was like do you ever get upset leaving newfoundland because man i hate leaving whenever i visit there because it's like god's country and i'm like yes i'm glad it's not just me so maybe barney and i need to go there sometime we should It's a beautiful place, especially if you like you know hiking and the outdoors and the oceans visible from everywhere. And
2: I love all of that. Yeah.
1: How was your week, guys? And girls. There's only one of each of us. I don't know how each of you identifies. I want to be inclusive and say guys (laughs) and girls.
2: It was good. It was kind of a blur. I mean, stuff happened and I went places and life is still weird. So, yeah. I don't remember anything that happened in the last seven days. That's where we are. <laughs> Other than it Ooh. was hot.
1: We got pushed back a month. We were supposed to go back to the office next week. We got, we're going back in October now, but we all think it's going to be extended through the winter anyway because of the ride It is cases.
2: shaping up to be that way. So congratulations.
1: I would say thank you, but I don't want people to think I was crossing my fingers or rising cases to stay
0: home. Oh, sure.
2: No, but (laughs) yay that you get to extend your work from home, period, as it does feel safer than working from the office. I speak from experience, so I'm glad they are giving you that option. It's great.
0: Yeah. Congratulations, Anthony, on staying home. Thank you. I would have you- missed my
2: Pelotons and my naps during the day. Oh, yeah. I know. I really miss those lunchtime workouts. I miss that the most. What about you, Tom? Uh, you know, it's been
0: interesting. Wrapped up uh, at one job, starting a new job. That's always challenging, but uh, yeah. things are good. Things are good still kind of you know living a a covid lockdown life and spending some time with my family family is important i feel like i don't have anything new to ever add to our conversation family time is the best part best the biggest perk of covid absolutely you know what's another big perk of covid not this one I was going to lead into this movie, but I can't, because no matter what the uh, pandemic status is, Julia and I always wait until late on Tuesday to watch our movie.
2: <laughs> Not this think, time.
0: When did you watch?
2: I watched it this morning at 6 a.m. Uh, can we just say,
1: before we get to the movie, by the way, we did have one, two pieces of big news we had to branch in. Ed Asner. Yes. Oh, sad. May he rest in peace.
2: I'm glad we got that cameo out of him.
1: Are you?
0: He joined <laughs> the big he joined the big cameo in the sky.
2: He did.
1: Also, happy Burr
2: month guys. We're officially yeah, that, here. I'm ignoring some it. That's good news. Why? Cuz it's 100 outside.
0: Well, that's part of it and uh, I'm turning 40.
2: That's a big good milestone. Oh, um,
1: I can relate. I'm turning 32 and I'm dreading
0: it. Yep, turning 40. We'll see. I had hoped to have a 40th birthday party and have some friends and do some fun stuff, but nope. I did get a pizza oven, though. Ooh. Ooh.
2: I mean, yeah, if you have. Yeah, so once I got my Give pizza
0: it. oven, we ordered mozzarella because I wanted real pizza like I would get from a restaurant because I haven't had that in almost two a years while. now. Hmm. So... We made it, it was delicious. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I am working on making my own sauce from scratch. Uh, we also got an, so I had a really cool experience. We ordered an ice cream maker, a yeah. ninja creamy, and the box came in and the box had a giant hole through it. And it went through the packaging and it s- scratched the top of the, the, the creamy about that big. Oh. And uh, no kohl's where i ordered it from uh i made a complaint with uh ups which they are an absolute nightmare to work with and mm. they refunded kohl's so kohl's refunded me and told me to discard it or keep it so we have a free ice cream maker and we made oh, I, vegan. When that I made vegan peppermint ice cream this week Ooh, vegan sugar free peppermint ice cream
2: yeah that sounds really What's, good except for the what sweetener part. do you use in it
0: uh well we did one with monk fruit
2: oh yeah
0: uh which was the chocolate and then i did one with uh, stevia the peppermint with stevia uh,
2: i don't like stevia uh
0: it had a weird that part had a weird taste the the chocolate flavor was better with monk fruit but yeah monk fruit huh. in order to make the monk fruit they always put sugar alcohols in it which is not great for people with digestive tract issues
2: ah uh, good so. you know. yeah. I mean, I would say if it wasn't COVID, I'd be at your house and heartbeat for dinner, but. Yeah, we all know that's a <laughs> lie. <lying. laughs>
0: <laughs> a few more pictures of my pizza and ice cream. And I bet you, I bet that you and Marty to my house.
2: Yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding.
0: Like I would, I would eat pizza, after. ice cream in a pool. I mean.
2: Yeah. It's fun Two of those would family. kill me, but the pool would,
0: you know. No, we can make vegan ice cream. So you don't have dairy and. Uh, that would work i'm working on a cashew based mozzarella replacement okay so we'll have you covered and also just the uh christine did hers without any cheese on top and it was pretty good okay just with like bell peppers and onions oh and i'm making a. am working on a satan 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 recipe for pepperoni so we can have satan satan whatever it is satine so I'm working on a vegan pepperoni to put on it too. So that'll be fun. Okay. Uh, you know what else is fun? What? The ABC family movie from 2004 starring Tom Cavanaugh, Snow. Inexplicably so- titled Snow. For those of you who don't know this movie, uh, three days before Christmas, one of Santa's reindeer go missing and is hunted by a real jackaninny it ends up in a zoo where a young lady who will become a love interest for Santa works and Santa has to work his charm, not only to woo this girl who has stolen his heart, but to sneak his reindeer buddy out of the zoo to save Christmas. Let's start with our histories and then we'll run into the cast and crew. Julia, what's your history?
2: Um, didn't know this existed other than the fact that like the cover of the movie seems very familiar um but i've never never seen it don't even think i've seen parts of it on tv was very confused why it was called snow when that has nothing to do with any part of the movie his last name was snowden Snowden. whose last name was snowden nick snowden oh his last name was snowden
1: yeah yeah. I know. I know. Whenever I hear it too, I automatically think of the prisoner in Russia. Uh, the, well,
0: yeah. <laughs> InfoWars
2: in so. or whoever it is. Um, why wasn't his last name Claus?
0: Uh, he was trying to go incognitus.
2: Oh, that was in- his pseudonym.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I missed that part entirely. So.
1: It's okay. This movie. Yeah. Anyway.
2: No history with the movie other than I'm a Tom Kavanaugh fan but we'll talk about that when we get to him
1: your kids must also yes. be right reverse
0: flash doesn't one of them want they to
2: like him for an entirely different reason that's right yep.
0: Um, Anthony do you have some di- t- diatribe you want to spill about this film right now not necessarily a diatribe I'll be back I,
1: uh- <laughs> 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 I, uh, I remember watching this movie when it first aired caught it a few times since then uh you know tom cavanaugh's cool uh cupcake girl from how i met your mother and hallmark movie actress now is you know whatever she's made for these made for tv movies that says that says everything about her acting quality uh this movie exists i don't hate it i don't have a (laughs) loathing for it i don't have a liking or a love for it it just exists I, I don't like Santa stories where, you know, he
0: has a kid, as we know, so. So, but when I was watching this, my thought was I will bet money that when Anthony tells a story, I can ask him, is this a good background Christmas movie for you to just have on the TV? And he would say yes. Is that where you land? I, <laughs> that is where I land. I would not I knew it.
1: sit down and like concentrate all my efforts on it but it's atmospheric and uh, you know just cute enough that you know it's fine as background noise
0: okay Anthony just summed it up for me I've seen this movie uh, a few times I don't really you know I wouldn't go out of my way to sit down and watch it but you know it's there it's a thing and uh, I don't hate it high praise high praise
2: I mean
1: it's like I mean, most it of well these movies se- it did well
0: enough to get a
1: sequel
0: pretty no low bar for ma- that's Dream, a pretty please. low bar for made for tv christmas movies though have to be, let's yeah. be honest
1: uh that's true but and we never mentioned this on the podcast yet but i posted the link on our facebook group a week or two ago and it blew up because way more people are excited about than i thought would be one of our favorite hallmark movies it's getting a sequel this year and people are legit excited for it the nine lives of christmas is getting a sequel
2: oh i saw that people are so excited about that people i just hope like, it has more christmas really, in it
1: yeah i hope they How move, i'm asking like, to the midwest or east coast or it can
2: snow yeah because i liked we liked that movie aside from the fact of, that we're like there's no christmas to it yeah i mean they get ruth back and i'm totally in brian ruth brandon ruth Brandon? It's both of them. They're both coming back. Brandon
0: Rowe. That's it.
2: My favorite Superman.
0: He was a good Superman. All right. Let's go through this movie. This movie, like we said, came out for ABC Family. No longer ABC Family. uh, Back in 2004, when it was still ABC Family. It was directed by Alex Zam. Uh, Alex Zam has three nominations for awards in the course of his career. He has directed some of the great movies that we've covered, like A Christmas Prince, so we don't need to dive into him. Oh, good one. Uh,
1: I do just want to point out, he directed a movie that I keep plugging, My Date with the President's Daughter, back when ABC Uh, used to do The Wonderful World of Disney on Sunday nights. (sighs) Dabney Coleman as the president, and Will Friddle from Boy Meets World as... Adult, the guy who doesn't realize 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is the White House and is shocked that he's dating the president's
0: daughter. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> um, the writer is a man known as Rich Burns, who has done, uh, who got his start with this movie, Snow. And from there, he did the screenplay for the movie Brother Bear 2, The Fox and the Hound 2, The Mermaid, Ariel's Beginnings, Snow 2. He did. And he was the head writer for spirit writing free for a while and did the disappointments as well. I will say he did all those
1: made for (laughs) straight to VHS. uh,
0: I have seen a lot of his work, a lot. Ellie's obsession is all things spirit. We're doing a class to this thing called out school. Um, where once a week she goes on and it's like to learn like conversations and how to you know wait your turn that sort of thing for kindergartners Uh, but it's all based on spirit so um, she has spirit all the things she's going as lucky for christmas or for halloween uh i am gonna go surprise her and go as lucky's dad oh we've never dressed up but i'm gonna do it because it's gonna make her day because she's it looks like Halloween may suck again this year, so we're going to try to make it fun. Yeah. The movie stars...
1: Oh, Can I ask our listeners, speaking of Halloween, I'm going to put a poll out there. Me and Sarah want to do something with Larry because we don't have a kid yet. So we're trying to decide between Charlie Brown, Lucy, and Snoopy, or Shaggy, Daphne or Velma, and Scooby-Doo. So listeners, help us decide.
2: Oh.
0: This movie stars Tom Cavanaugh, who is, we've already, we, we've hinted at it, but he is of modern DC legend as Reverse Flash um, in all of the DC series that are out there now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been acting for quite a while. He was in the TV show Royal Pains. He was on Scrubs, which is where I probably first, found him aside from made for tv movies with my mom um he is ranger smith in the new yogi bear newish oh good night that is 11 years old the yogi bear movie he played ranger smith he was in yep. another christmas movie called trading christmas uh of course he is the star of snow too uh,
1: you know what's funny? Before I watched this again, because it had been a few years since I saw it, for some reason I had um, not Zachary, yeah, Zachary Levi or like Jimmy Fallon, that kind of look in my head. And then it was Tom Kavanaugh. And it's like, oh, this is oh. different than I remembered it.
2: He's Ed from the TV series Ed from the year what 2000. Was that? What was that? Ed was the lawyer that operated out of a bowling alley. It was my oh. first introduction to Justin Long, who I love. I love Justin Long too.
0: Ed is it's a great funny, show. It's funny you mentioned that, Anthony, because as we were watching this, Christine's like, I thought Justin Kirk was in this. So she was in the same mindset.
2: <laughs> you know who else was on Ed before she was popular elsewhere? Julie Bowen. Ooh. Really? Yes. Oh. It's a great show. We need to, I need to figure out where it's streaming and rewatch it because it's uh, hilarious.
0: I'd be up to find out if there are Christmas episodes.
2: Yes. Let's do that and put them on the schedule. I love that show.
0: Next up, we have the love interest or suit or future love interest. Sandy Brooks, who, when she was doing her uh, talk, she talked about. Like when she was going to do the tour at the zoo, she said she was a little bit rusty. And I was like, ha the Sandy's rusty. Anyway. <laughs> uh, sh- I think we probably all know her most from Cupcake Girl, Ongoing Role and How I Met Your Mother, right?
1: Yep.
2: No, I never um, watched that show, but she wasn't Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater
0: y'all she has been in christmas and evergreen northern lights (laughs) of christmas holiday hearts uh never yeah like you said never kiss a man in christmas sweater uh she's doing the christmas at madison part one and two which is in post-production right now she was on the jim gaffigan show she did christmas in the city uh i mean not to be confused with christmas time in the
2: city ah yes don't do that
0: Uh, but she got her start as Danny Andropoulos on, as the world turns, she was on, I don't remember her at all. She was on Dawson's Creek. Oh, that was maybe after I stopped watching it as much. Anyway, our fun little kid actor, Hector, uh, very much puts himself in the middle of the action where he (laughs) does not need to be. And is not wanted is Bobby J. Thompson. Cute kid. Funny. Um,
1: yeah, and I'll just interject here and say, not my child actor.
0: <laughs> he's got a he's got a new Christmas movie that's in post production called A Rich Christmas. He was in House of Pain. He was on for Better or Worse in the TV show Are We There Yet? He did a voice in The Boondocks. Uh, he had a recurring role as Tracy Morgan's son in Thirty Rock. Um. <laughs> He was on the TV show, That's So Raven. He was one of the additional voices in Brother Bear 2. Uh, and he was on the Tracy Morgan show. So. He's in a movie. Trash
2: about him. He's in a movie called Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Oh, you not I've that? never Very heard of it.
1: popular book. Is it good? Sh- it's worth it's a watch. It's
2: got Nick Offerman in it. And it's it got sure Molly Shannon in it. Watch it's it. got Shane from Walking Dead, who I hate. I
0: hate that guy. You won't, you won't in, in, in the movie
2: though. You hate that guy? That's I because he Shane. did such a good job, a good job. He did an excellent job as Shane. I hate that character. Nick and Offerman, you sure. had me at Nick Offerman. I'll watch anything that he's in.
1: How has it Nick Offerman not played like a burly guy who's forced to become Santa?
0: Why did that <gasps> not come up in our conversation of the pe- person we would love to see play Santa most?
2: He no is cool. built for plaid. He's built for casual Santa, if you think about it. He could definitely he pull off formal Santa, but he is like the epitome of casual Santa.
0: Lumberjack get Santa. Oh my gosh, get
2: could Amy Poehler be his wife, please?
1: I was about to say, get his real life life, uh, Karen from the library to play us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather see a Tina Fey or, uh, or like you said, Leslie Nope.
2: They're gold on making it. They They're are so good. Uh,
1: Tina uh, that needs show to play had a- Steve Carell's Mrs. Claus when he's eventually cast as Santa because they had such chemistry in that movie,
0: Date, Date Night. Night. Yeah. Yep. Making it had a really rough start for me, though. Oh,
1: uh, did yeah, it? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too.
0: Oh, did you? It's public now, so we can talk about it. You know, do you remember the Indian portrait designer Meg Ferguson?
2: What did she make?
0: Red hair, made clothes. She had a lot of red, ha- she had a lot of red hair. You can should Google her, you'll remember her. Anyway, she's on Project Runway this season. Are you serious?
2: Yeah, we're so Megan Ferguson.
0: Yeah, Meg, Megan. Megan Ferguson. You can type in Megan Ferguson, Project Runway, probably and see her. Anyway. Uh, the only other character I think really has a big enough part for me to care about talking about is our antagonist, Book Seeger, played by Patrick Fabian. (laughs) uh, who was on better call saul all seasons yep. he played howard hamlin he's in a new oh i gotta say this is christmas oh he's he in a in new the last win...
1: exorcism which is a great movie if you like horror
0: he's in a new upcoming christmas winter horror that has completed called snowfalls He was, um, I recognize him, but I couldn't really put my place my finger on it. He, but he's done a lot of stuff, a lot of small roles. He did a uh, an appearance on Graham on Scorpion, both shows that I liked a lot. He was on the Newsroom. I
1: loved Graham, and they had a great Christmas episode too. Hmm. Also, the Newsroom was
0: great. It's on Veronica Mars. He played the Reverend. I think in the very first episode of Reba. Right? No, not the first one.
2: Oh, but he's in an he, episode of Pushing Daisies.
0: On Joan of Arcadia. Providence. Time of your life.
2: He he's was been on, on literally every. Oh, he was <laughs> on Saved by show college
0: years. He was one of the professors on Save by the Bell, the college years, which is an underrated show. I will go on the record and say this right now. The new Save by the Bell. I tried the first episode. It is single-handedly the worst TV show I have ever watched in my entire life.
1: Is it worse than Fuller House? Worse than Fuller House.
0: Whoa. I could not That's get bad. through the first episode. It was so painfully terrible. And I loved Save by the Bell, the college years. So that says something about my taste. When it comes yes, to Save by the Bell, indeed. I get, I'm a very forgiving person when it comes to Save by the Bell. <sighs> Zach grows up to be an ultra like conservative governor of, New- of California. It's weird. Ugh, the whole thing's awful. So let's talk through this movie. The movie opens up. We see a reindeer, we see a hunter in whiteout gear taking aim and shooting at said deer right
2: yes with some darts
0: with some darts deer gets caught deer gets sent to the zoo yes
2: at the zoo
0: we meet sandy brooks who is uh she just seems to love animals the fun the first scene with her and the elephant was fun right where she's like watering down the elephant and playing with the elephant um they did it's very
1: charming i'll give her that like they she, did a great
0: yeah, yeah. They, they do a great job in ingratiating you to her early on through her uh play with the animals and stuff uh so that was good and then we see some creepy dude stalking out the the uh <laughs> Oh, actually, I guess we did see, we did see Nick at the beginning with the reindeer, right? In the stables.
2: In the North Pole, he,
0: yep. In the North Pole, we realized one of them's missing anyway.
2: With a picture so, of dad on the wall that looks like it's from Hobby Lobby.
0: It and does, like, it looks like an kind of epic. There could like,
2: have, there could have been a better one. Like, I was disappointed by it. I feel like it could be better.
1: Why do the they insist? Only- on like making all these movies where santa has like a grown son who like is eventually going to take over the family business it's just it's a trope now and it's not
0: even a good trope well we'll get into the whole santa origin story they tell too which is i didn't love so interesting tom cavanaugh is trying to get to the the reindeer he gets spooked off by um, Ashley and her uh, stalker Buck Sager I guess they used to have a romantic thing and now he is way creepy on her like we're at stalker level inappropriateness yeah she should get a restraining order and he, he, he sees it as a game like he's hunting her um, we learn that we learn that Buck is courting some he, he courts some big big spenders to do exotic hunts and he's trying to find a special animal for this guy like some big kill for him that he needs to put on his wall Um, because nothing says I'm a good human being who's worth my weight (laughs) of gold than paying a lot of money to walk up to where an animal has been fed and conditioned to go so you can shoot it Um, that shows that you are a real man when you can take a big gun and go somewhere where animals feed and let somebody pay and pay somebody money so that you can track down and hunt and hunt an innocent animal that has no defense for itself.
1: Hashtag RIP Cecil the Lion.
0: She escaped him and um, that Nick Santa's son, who we learn is the, the man we learn is Nick, Santa's son. Then he starts stalking Sandy Brooks and shows up at her house and is going through the ridiculous stalker-esque story he's going to tell her to meet her at her door when...
1: I've- I've got to ask Julia a questions. Now, is Tom Cavanaugh <laughs> a cutie McCue face in this? Because I found he is like an awkward lead male for a romantic role. Also, I can't picture him, side note, becoming Santa, even if he got heavier. I can't picture- okay. uh, he, he doesn't his. get heavier. Yeah.
0: He very clearly tells us that that, along with the elves, are a bad stereotype that doesn't exist. His belly does yes. not- it's not, it does not jiggle like a bowl full of jelly.
2: No, it doesn't. So Tom Cavanaugh plays the same, albeit better, um, goofy, awkward type character in Ed. And while I was not immediately attracted to him in Ed over the course of the four or whatever seasons, the four years that Ed was on, yes, he was absolutely a leading romantic male for me. Okay. So he... He does the awkward a lot better in Ed than he does it in this movie. Much, much better in Ed. He was rushed in this one and he came off a lot more goofy than I feel like he needed to. I feel like this
1: role was made, like I said earlier, for like a Zachary Levi. Like I could totally picture Zachary Levi like he is in like Shazam in this role. Yeah, I'd watch that. Especially since back when this was made, Zachary Levi was still
0: more of a TV guy than a movie guy.
2: Because he was, what's his face, right? Chuck? Chuck. Yep. Yeah.
0: So as he's plotting his course of action to meet Sandy, Hector comes up and kind of calls him out. He's like, dude, you're being creepy. There's something going on here. I've got my eye on you. And while he's doing this, the owner of the house... Lorna, played by Jackie Burroughs, comes out and assumes he's there to rent a room. Never asks him, just assumes. And takes Strange Man off the street, into her home, and shows him the room. Which works out. I mean, it's serendipity, because he does need a place to stay that'll get him close to Sandy. So he takes this room that has a... Also conveniently has a, a huge mirror that he needs because apparently Santa travels around the world via mirror. Yes. But... We'll later learn that there, I don't know. Is there something special about this mirror? Cause he drags this mirror around where whenever he needs to, to transport back to them instead of finding a smaller one, he takes this one. I don't get it
2: anyway. I think it's just a good size mirror.
0: It's a good size mirror. So he takes that
2: mirror. I think so.
0: There's no magic also- where you can go into like a pocket mirror. Oh, that would be even better. Right. You just set the pocket mirror on your head and disappear down, right?
2: Yeah. You always have it with you in your pocket.
1: Yeah, witches often travel by mirror in folklore. That's like a witchy thing. So this Ooh. leads me to believe that this takes place in the world of the Christmas chronicle since Mrs. Claus is a legit witch in that second witch. one. This so is the son that. of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. <laughs>
0: Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn never have children, and never lead us to believe that that Santa did either.
2: A multiverse situation where they did oh, it's a
0: variant, they're variants, they're variants.
2: That's it. <laughs> so, Julia,
0: do you want to take us to the next part of the story? Tell us what's going um, on, what we learn.
2: Okay, so Nick's job is to get this reindeer back and not just get him back, but also encourage him to fly. What's his name, Buddy? Buddy, what does he call him? Not little Buddy. Buddy
0: he just calls him buddy which is weird they're like oh did you know he seems to know this reindeer he called him buddy i'm like buddy's just a t- general term You
1: yeah it's like a generic right
2: yeah it's a, it's yeah. like
1: you call a lot of people will call stray dogs that come up to them buddy hey bud like when a dog comes up to you on a walking
2: path hey bud right like i call hey, my kids that my boys are all buds
1: um or buddies. did they establish and like correct me if i'm wrong because i don't know did they establish which reindeer this was buddy it was buddy that was his legit name I that's that was his name name
2: no that's his oh name.
1: so this is like the son of one of the reindeers is going to take over when this kid takes
0: over yes because well, he's think fresh the whole deal it's is, his
2: first year
0: when he's counting the reindeer he only counts seven like we're short a reindeer like no oh. i didn't yeah. i should have paid more attention but i did not well Something eight happened? tiny
2: reindeer yeah
0: Something happened to one of the reindeer. I don't know what happened, but I, and I don't know which one, unfortunately. <laughs> because we I used are to see
2: one of them retired and Buddy's stepping is up.
0: It, we are the most underprepared podcast out
1: there. To quote Todd in the private <laughs> melee, thread, melee, melee thread, he said, <laughs> I was complaining that Jerry hasn't gotten everyone's answers over to us. And Todd said, Jerry, ignore Anthony. He's not used to being part of a podcast that prepares in advance
2: for what they uh. do. might not be wrong um okay so he's one he's trying to reunite all of his reindeer because he needs them for christmas eve which is coming rapidly three days away Um, right he's trying to also encourage buddy which he does it in a very encouraging way which i really appreciate like as far as the santa is concerned he's very kind-hearted which i really appreciated Uh, trying to encourage buddy to fly which is where sandy first gets a glimpse of our nick slash anti-character over the closed circuit video um and he's also finding the way to get buddy is to buddy up to sandy and so we've got like three three storylines going on here right little love triangle with buck and then trying to get the reindeer and trying to not destroy christmas so he (laughs) spills the secret to Hector of who he is because guess what he needs help and Hector is like super sly and can get into all the places and I love Hector Hector's amazing and of course Hector's a cool kid
1: Hector is this is a trope as well though right the kid is always in on the Santa secret in all these movies
2: sure but kids are a lot more easily are easy to believe you know kids believe easier than adults do
1: Which is why I don't know why break-ins on Christmas Eve are more popular. Just somebody get a Santa suit and go to houses and get the kids to let you in. I don't understand what's wrong with the criminals in this world that they don't use that as a night for themselves.
0: Well, they need to go somewhere not in New York. I don't think that would work in New York City.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So they devise a plan to let's... Let's sneak into the zoo, but not sneak because we're going to go when the zoo's open. We are going to disguise Buddy as a reindeer, but like a cartoon reindeer because it's Christmas time at the zoo as well. So they're having Christmas festivities Um, and then sneak him out that way. Nobody will suspect it. They'll think he's a costumed animal that looks Mm -hmm. like a reindeer instead of a reindeer dressed as a reindeer. And I mean, what happens is everything goes wrong because their own Santa has bailed on them. And so Sandy's great idea is shoot. You're the right size, Nick. How about you dress up as Santa and like need you to do that right at this minute. Cause we have no Santa. And he says, but if I dress up as Santa, all the kids will think I'm Santa, which I was like, exactly. That's what we yes. want <laughs> for a 10 general minutes. general idea. <laughs> and so I'm like, is there some magic? And there is some magic to him putting any old suit on, apparently, because he goes and he stands in front of the kids that are like ready for blood because they want Santa so bad. They're like chanting. He puts this Santa suit on, ain't nothing special about that. And he tells, he tells the story of Santa. Who is Santa Claus? And I- Anthony. <laughs>
1: I was can to i say have evil you wizard
2: <laughs> retell the santa story because i think uh, it will chap you and tom more than it chaps me
1: real quick i did want to bring up a question for you too when
2: did it become <laughs> yes.
1: a when did christmas movies when did this whole i like fish out of water stories right elf is one <laughs> elf is one of the biggest ones but like when did like the fish who is out of water gets so dumb. Like it's not even smart fish out of water. It's just dumb fish out of water. If that makes sense. Like, I when did that happen? Like, this guy is not Buddy the Elf. He's not childish per se, but he's just dumb. Like, I don't when think you they're were,
0: going for dumb. I think they're going for innocence,
1: man. But yeah, innocent, I got more
2: innocent than dumb. I get innocent from
1: Buddy, from Buddy completely. Yeah, an Elf. But like this guy, well, if I dress as Santa, they're going to think I'm Santa. That's just a dumb piece of writing
0: that makes his character seem dumb. Well, I think he's afraid that somehow his secret will get out. Yes. Because, I mean, if we're going back to what we were saying before, kids just believe. So maybe one of them will truly believe he's Santa. I don't know. I'm not a
2: doctor. And he clearly has misgivings about his Christmas as Santa. Because isn't it his first Christmas as Santa?
0: I believe it is
2: so he also has feelings of inadequacy at this moment. So tell us your syndrome. Tell us that yeah. What is the Santa lore in this particular movie it's unique I've never heard it told this way before.
1: If unique is a way for not good I agree
2: unique is a word we're using now. You, t- you tell us what the lore is and we will is talk it, about it. Is there an issues.
1: exact quote? Because it's one like that gremlin story that needs a quote. Do you know if there's an exact quote? I don't know. Yes. There is. Is it on IMDb?
2: It is. Okay. okay. I'm going to pull it up. Do you want me to read it? And then we yes. can all weigh in. Yes. Sh- okay. Okay. Sure. So Nick Snowden stands in front of this crowd of chomping at the bit kids and says, with a lovely music behind it, by the way. Like it's a it's a nice scene. Okay, once upon a time, in a far and distant land, there lived a mean and cruel lord. And one Christmas, this mean and cruel lord was throwing a lavish feast for kings and queens. When lo and behold, a poor beggar was caught picking scraps of food from his kitchen. Now, this cruel lord was a miser. So what did he do but threw him out into the cold winter night? But what the cruel lord did not know was that this was no ordinary beggar. This man was actually a very powerful wizard. And he cast a spell over this cruel lord. And at this, now point, under- at
1: this point, I start thinking, I start thinking to myself, if you don't find love by the time the last petal on the rose. That's walls, right, you will forever remain a beast
0: that's right or or if you don't find a wife after being santa for a year you're not going to be santa anymore that uh, wasn't okay. a spell to punish him that's fair.
2: okay now under this spell this cruel lord vanished and he would reappear every year one week before christmas during which time he was to give away some of his treasure and spread and spread glad tidings and good cheer Well, as you can well imagine As you can well imagine, this cruel Lord gave and gave and gave until a strange thing began to happen. He began to see the joy that his giving brought others and bit by bit, despite himself, he began to like it. And before too long, he began to love it. And as he did, this fell passed from a curse to a blessing. And this once cruel Lord gave with a glad heart. It was at this point, wondrous things started happening. For example, he worried that his big bag of gifts and gold was nearly empty when all of a sudden it would fill right back up again. This was the power of that spell. And it was and it was this spell that was passed on from generation to generation from father to son, just as it was passed from my father to me. And that's how I became Santa Claus. Okay. Well, Has so any other movie done Santa as a wizard? Well, a, a Santa I mean, tex- we're dealing with a wizard. Bass
1: was taught by a wizard, right? Okay. But here, here's my problem with this story. Like, on the one hand, I like that the original Santa had to go through this Linus moment and growth for himself. I think that's an interesting take. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Linus is an essential part of any good Christmas story, right? But on mm-hmm. the other hand, like, For me, it takes something away from Santa that the original was forced into doing what he was doing by being cursed. And it was essentially like (laughs) enslaved and forced to do this for years. And basically like Stockholm Syndrome with his curse. And like, (laughs) he he was basically like, "Eh, let's make the best of a crappy situation and start enjoying myself. Like, I didn't like that (laughs) part of it. I get what they were going for. Like I said, there's something nice about he had a Linus moment, I guess technically. Yeah. But like, and then this curse passes on from generation to generation. Wouldn't it be better if if he has kids and it's a lineage thing, which I don't like, that there' they have to make that choice for themselves to keep doing it rather than be forced to do it because of this curse?
2: Right. Well, and at the end of the movie, he even says, So, you know, if you're with me, then that means you're part of the curse too. And I didn't like that. Right. Yeah, that I didn't, I didn't care for that. But come on, I know oh, I joked about I it
1: earlier, it. but that beginning of that story was Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, no, no it's absolutely 100%. Beauty and the Beast. It was. It, it was. is.
2: <laughs> yeah, it totally I was is.
1: Just, I just wish they had done like the North Pole via stained glass and like. <laughs> Ooh, that would have been
2: nice. OK, so he tells the Santa story. Um, Sandy's watching while this happens and is very clearly enamored with him. Um, I don't know that she obviously at this point believes he's Santa Claus, but she sees him as the kind of person he is and some feelings start to grow. So who else is watching this but our hunter extraordinaire, what do I want to call Book. him? Buck. Buck.
1: Buck. Which by the way, is <laughs> there any Something more stereotypical like hunter
2: name Buck no Buck. so buck is very jealous because he sees santa putting the moves on sandy and this leads him and sandy to have a lovely don't they have like a date night
0: Why don't he calls do her that? fat and then asks her out to dinner
2: he
1: does
0: call her <laughs> fat i was i'm feeling kind of hungry you don't look like you're hungry
2: no, he says, you look like you're real hungry,
0: right? No, he said, you don't look like you're hungry. And then he <laughs> said something else. He's like, I don't mean to say that you're fat. I he totally did. <laughs>
2: so, they, <laughs> so their relationship is kindling anyway. So all of that's happening. Um, and so he's got some conflict, right? Like what's his top priority here? How much he likes sandy how badly he wants to get the reindeer because by the way buddy has disappeared in this moment he gets out of his little costume and gets away from hector and so by the time he's done telling a santa story like who even knows where buddy is at this moment and for some
1: reason that's, that's the wh- one part of this movie i remembered like from all my prior rewatches was that that reindeer got away from hector i don't know why i just had <laughs>
2: was it because the costume I don't know. So garish, maybe.
0: I liked it. I was going to get the same costume and put my dogs in.
2: <laughs> Lovely. Um, okay. So, where does this lead us? This leads us to Nick offering to cook a Christmas type dinner for the whole house that's full of rentals. So, like Hector and his mom, um, Sandy, obviously, and then the sweet landlord. S, uh, Lorna as well as Chester who also lives in the building and they have a teeny tiny little subplot love thing going on there as well
0: I'm very confused Anthony, here why none of these people have families they don't though I know it's just amazing that you yeah. got all these people together with no family
1: well yeah. isn't that the case for half these movies made for TV movies yeah but and I complained not about not enough time, the time to do
2: background <laughs> you want to pick up at the christmas e not christmas dinner but the dinner he cooks for christmas christmas get together oh
1: come on i i I don't have the passion for this movie y'all uh (laughs) he makes dinner is this where he tells her the first time i saw you i couldn't breathe i have a confession is that the scene or is that later i think that's
2: later on the bridge
1: okay well this
2: guy, I don't know. You go, Julia. <laughs> he cooks a dinner and the dinner looks delightful, by the way. And can I tell you how much I love the fact that our Santa character can cook and can yes. cook well? Thank you. I greatly appreciated that. All of our reindeer
0: ra- yeah. have come though, right?
2: Yes. I like that he's not a bumbling like idiot the- in the kitchen. I like that he's not some... You know megalomaniac man who has a job as santa and santa does the hard work and his wife does all the other stuff i didn't realize he doesn't have a wife but i liked that about this i liked that about this santa that made me happy
0: good job santa's mom way to teach him to be a good <laughs> right <laughs> <person>. <laughs> um
1: i do lo- i'll say i'll say this about the dinner julia i do think it looked good too i think also the atmosphere in general in this movie the, all the background stuff looked very nice uh-huh.
2: so all the reindeer show up at the house inexplicably we also locate buddy at this moment don't we and realize like he's kind of come together with the rest of the reindeer i think
1: yes that's that your right? dancer prince buddy? vixen comic cupid donner and buddy <laughs>
2: doesn't have the same ring, does it
0: (laughs) that's my canon
2: (laughs) (laughs) so the gang is mostly all back together um he manages to get all like he's trying to hide all these reindeer from everybody else in the house and so like it becomes a thing um a few windows are broken we get to see some reindeer flying action but they find their way back through the mirror and they're like they're fine and it was just like a thing okay um buddy however ends up getting recaptured by buck mm-hmm. and this and he takes blackmails to,
0: him he well, buck, <laughs> buck now learns that the reindeer is magical and he and he blackmails him like you always go
1: on about infidelity yeah. tom what about blackmail where's your rage for blackmail
0: totally different level <laughs> totally different level i've i mean we've all used blackmail it's all come in handy for us at some point or another (laughs) Um, you better agree with me or i'm going to tell everybody what i know (sighs) you're done extorting me
2: so (laughs) yeah so buck has found the perfect animal for our guy that pops up at the end of the movie wanting to hunt animals right he's only animal, he's got like two scenes and he's a terrible actor so he's like oh i have found the thing for you to hunt and give me all the monies i'll meet you at this airport hangar and i will organize the time to let it loose in the forest near you so you can hunt it for sport what a christmas gift to yourself and so buddy is is very manly. captured
0: can we, just, very. can we just go back to the serious like manliness of that scenario? Yeah. It
2: is a thing. Um, so what does Nick have to do in this moment in order to save buddy is he's got to spill the beans to Sandy. So he pretty much tells Sandy, Hey, guess what? I'm Santa Claus. And how does he prove it? He shoves her through a mirror and it ta- it takes her to the North pole. And she just immediately is like, Oh my gosh it's amazing
0: no question about being thrown into a mirror and ending up in another space none like none not even a moment of like where am i what happened (gasps) wow okay so when this movie
1: ended i was very grateful it was only 90 minutes but most made for tv (laughs) movies nowadays with commercials are like two hours right a little over two hours and they could have done a, at least two minutes of her reacting in amazement. You got shoved through a mirror, lady. <laughs>
2: um, this is where we have, like they forget about the urgency with Buddy for like a hot second. And he, he gives her a tour of the workshop and that, this is where we learn... Santa's not chubby, my tummy doesn't rumble like a bowl full of jelly, and elves are like a whole figment of people's imagination, and that's not real.
1: And here's my biggest problem with the movie. Why is this a Santa story? They totally disregard everything about Santa's canon, from the look, to the reindeer (sighs) names, to his origin, to the non-existence of elves, to the mirror
0: world like they explain it to you clearly it's 19th century innovation that made all those things up anthony i feel like you weren't even paying attention
1: <laughs> I, I, under, I got that it was a 19th century innovation <laughs> but like that's not what people want to watch around christmas i want my fat bearded sandu laughs like a bowl full with a, whose belly shakes like a bowl full of jelly
2: Um, yes. So Santa makes all the toys and we, we get to see the bag and the way it refills full of old dolls and toys that I wouldn't care about. He makes that connection, like happens in a lot of these Christmas movies where she picks up a doll and she's like, oh my gosh, I had one of these. And he's like, oh, that was my dad's favorite doll to make. So he made it a lot for all the other little girls in the world, apparently. Um, so like, again, it's their relationship growing. Um, they zip zang back into the real world. Um, they get Buddy out of the clutches of evil Buck. Buck sees the reindeer like properly fly and- Well, the reindeer, yeah, the reindeer jumped
0: over him, right?
2: Yes, because was, Buddy had been struggling and struggling and struggling to fly and gets his crap together in that moment. I
0: did enjoy seeing flies. Buck get trapped into the cage. That was a good moment. Although the the animation was a little bit off.
1: I enjoyed lines such as that reindeer can practically fly and I don't mean in coach.
2: (laughs) Oh, boy. So, Christmas is saved. Buddy is saved. Before Nick zips things back to the North Pole to get Christmas going, he tells Sandy, pretty much, I love you. And... Let's do this curse together, Chica. And she basically says, like, nah, man. I I I cannot do that in this moment. I don't have a (laughs) ring, but I'm offering you this curse. That's right. That's right. With this curse, we'll be bound forever. So she totally rejects him because she's, I mean, she just she decides now to be confused about her life. Not when she was in the North Pole. And so he goes through the mirror because he's got stuff to do. And she goes home. And she realizes pretty quick. I think I might've made the wrong choice because she comes home and she sees her two uh, housemates that typically bicker, but it's like one of those where, you know, there's like something simmering under the surface. Um, Her two housemates are together in his room and he has completely decorated it to look like Paris because early in the movie, she's fawning over this picture of Paris in her living room. She's never gotten to go there. She talks to Nick about how, you know, oh, I'd love to go there someday. And he's like, oh, it's beautiful. You should totally do that. He ends up telling this gentleman, Chester, hey, you should take her to Paris. And he's like, yeah, how am I going to do that? And he's like, well, you know, you can get creative. So Chester decorates his entire room to look like Paris. And they're having this lovely like French dinner. And it is super sweet. And that makes her think like, Yeah, I think I should have picked the curse. And she goes back to her room or maybe it happens right there. And oh my gosh, all of a sudden Santa's there. He took a break out of his busy Christmas schedule to show up again. And he's basically like, did you change your mind? Imagine a guy
1: who likes you just being able to come through your mirror anytime. Yeah, it's a little creepy. (laughs) I'm I'm down with it.
2: Tom, I'll I'll appear
1: appear in your mirror tonight. Don't worry.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh. So she her speech her,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tom for the her, record, if I die before mm. you, I'm totally coming back to haunt you. <laughs> just pop up in a mirror when you look him.:
2: <laughs> So she never says "I love you, nor does he say "I love you to her." Her sentiment of love to him is, "You just make it feel like Christmas. And which he like does. To- I like that too. I mean, in earlier in the movie, he had decorated, he brought all of her mom's decorations out of the attic that had been in storage and decorated the house. So yeah, like, duh, he's going to be the spirit of Christmas. Um, so she says that to him. That means she loves him and she, she becomes the, I don't know. Mrs. The, Claus. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Mrs. Claus to be. And, and how all is right with the world again. And Hector gives this super sweet. So he was going to buy his mom some jewelry. And he was telling Santa, like, I don't want to buy her this like jewelry to tell her I love her. And Santa's like, most moms really just want to hear you tell them that you love them. And that's the gift in and of itself. And so at the end, you see Hector and his mom under the Christmas tree, or this is before Santa comes back, but you see him under the Christmas tree and Hector gives her a card and she's just like best thing ever. And that was sweet. I like that. A it lot. was. But that's our movie.
0: We see him. You know,
1: talking about it with you guys made me actually realize how much more ridiculous this was.
2: Very ridiculous.
1: Okay, and did anyone else think this was kind of like I got? The, it was like a reimagining of Prancer almost, because the reindeer stuff was very Prancer-like. The reindeer stuff, not the. It stuff did not Nick. make
0: me depressed, though. I was not thoroughly depressed by every waking moment of this movie. (laughs) So in that regard, huzzah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Um, Yeah. And I don't know what the sequel covers, but like...
1: Well, the sequel is... <laughs> the sequel is called Brain Freeze. Snow 2 Brain Freeze.
2: So does this one actually have snow in it or it was
0: obvious, there was obviously so there was snow much. on his there was snow on his outfit. Oh. Buck is back and
1: finds his way to the north pole of the sequel, apparently. Oh, Da-na-na-na-na.
0: Is
2: that a pink reference? Um
1: so there were some quotes I did like oh like what uh <laughs> sandy asking hector how old he is and he says 12 and she's like no you're eight going on dirty old Man.
2: he's a player
1: <laughs> he is a player and um an example of awful writing when nick calls hector out on blackmail hector <laughs> Hector's like, "What's your point?" And Nick is like, "Well, for one, it falls under naughty." Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh. Look, it's like I said at the beginning it it's good atmosphere, mm-hmm. and it's not like completely awful. You need the volume on mute to enjoy it.
2: No, it is it is benign Christmas background, and I have no it, problems it with that. I'm, I mean, it, uh, it hits
0: the Christmas field I'm going to push
1: back and say it's not as good benign Christmas background as Hallmark movies. And four years ago, who no. thought I'd be defending Hallmark movies over ABC Family movies? But anyway. Like, I think we all knew it was coming.
2: It's valid.
1: I don't know. I just... <laughs> if I was in the kitchen making christmas cookies or dinner or something and this is on in the living room which i cannot see yeah okay it's fine background noise whatever i don't know i don't know you guys actually made me dislike it more normally when you guys are talking about a movie with me i like it a little bit better but just talking about how ridiculous this film was made me dislike it a little more
2: you put Hallmark and ABC Family Christmas movies in a competition, and there's really only one winner.
0: Yes, that's true. Lifetime.
2: Not that one either.
0: <laughs> you put a ABC and, and Hallmark. Yeah, you put a ABC if F-
2: you want the slightly scandalous version of an ABC Family or a Hallmark movie.
0: <laughs> you know, when I was trying to decide what to do with this, it's it's better than ha- it's better than a than a Mem movie. I, I I mean, there are parts I enjoy. The- did it have a Linus moment besides yeah, had a few the ethical one in yeah. the
1: Santa story?
0: Yeah. In it? What was it? Uh, Sandy realized with, when uh, the Linus moment was, Sandy realizing how important what she, lo- what she was trying to, like, what she was leaving behind from her mom and the applicability and the joy that all that brought other people. She comes around, she's mad at Nick, but then she has a change of heart and realizes he's good and what her mother left her, she should continue with. And uh, she's going to marry Santa Claus.
2: (laughs) The mom stuff resonates. Yes. The love with Nick. I don't know. That's just a love story. I don't know. That's the lightest moment. But yes, he did help her find her, her love for life again. Right her ability yeah. to celebrate christmas that she had lost when her mom died so that totally counts
0: thank you that was much those were much better mouth words julia <laughs> uh so are there any to... other type of words english good real here i'm doing it uh when i was trying to figure out what to do with this i had a hard time because i do think it's better than mediocre like i wouldn't turn it off right it's okay yeah Uh, imdb came at a 6.6 like overall rating rotten tomatoes comes in at a six i don't think i can go with either of those i think i'm coming in at a 5.25 okay
1: julia you go
2: i'm gonna come in at a four
1: Okay. So immediately when I was trying to decide what to do with this myself, I looked at what I gave North Pole, because I would prefer to watch this over North Pole, and I gave North Pole a (laughs) 3.5. And Todd, Tom is being facetious thinking, I hated this movie. I'm going to rank it higher than both of you. Um, so I was all prepared to give this like a 3.6, 3.7 or something like that, just above it. However, I realized I rated the holiday a 3.8 and I don't like the holiday. And I would Well, we also said this... the holiday
2: wasn't a Christmas movie. Right. Is that why so you ranked it thought... lower?
1: I, I think I am going to go with a 3.9. Which gives us an average of 4.383. Which puts it at number 60 on the list between the holiday
0: and the Christmas train. I'm fine with that. So, friends out there on the interwebs who are hearing this right now, we really need your help. We're running a little bit low right now on the Christmas spirit. (laughs) We know we're getting close, but times are hard. We're feeling sad. You can cheer us up by just taking a moment and writing a review on iTunes, Google podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts that has a rating system. Just give us a quick rating, then drop us your mailing address and we'll send you some goodies. Uh, it doesn't have to be a good review although we really do like those five stars uh we want you to be honest so write us a review it'll it co- it'll take you less than two minutes then send us your address and we'll send you something in the mail you'll get a fun gift uh i'm and also for those been, of
1: you who have left us not very nice reviews in the past we keep telling you reach out you still get a sticker if you're not like listening us, to
0: us anymore <laughs>
1: If you don't like us you could do what you want with that sticker put it in a public toilet or something <laughs> because yeah, then when people in are in a
2: public toilet that's commitment
1: because that way when people are sitting down to use the public toilet they're forced to stare at our sticker on the stall
2: door. oh you mean in the stall I was you, thinking said, you like said in the, the toilet actual <laughs> toilet I'm thinking like people really gonna hate us to stick their hand in a toilet
0: I, well, I mean all they have to do is drop it it wouldn't like stick. it's hot no. It probably wouldn't stick yeah no i, I agree with julia
2: you uh, have to empty the bowl you'd have to dry it you have to stick it we're thinking a lot of i'm thinking too much about this
1: <laughs> well i would care. just think and place it in the toilet and then spread
0: their cheeks <laughs> 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 oh, uh, man. we do we would like that and we'd like you to join our facebook group if you're on facebook if you're on twitter If you're on Instagram, if you're on Reddit, just go to the, the tisthepodcast.com slash Facebook slash Twitter slash Instagram slash Reddit. We just want to get to know y'all. We want to hear, you know, what do you like? What do you don't, what don't you like? What egregious sin have we committed by overlooking (laughs) your favorite movie? Let us know. Uh, We would like some more conversation with y'all. We're getting a little bit lonely. Um,
1: and now is the time to really jump into the conversation with us just hitting the Burr months. Now is when it's yeah. going to pick up and be really fun. Because I'll tell you right now, our Facebook group is always fun. There are tons of cool people in there. Cooler people than me and Tom. Not Julia. Julia's like the coolest person ever. But like, <laughs> I mean, so they're all going to be... You know, they people have been really excited for Halloween. They've been sharing like Halloween links lately. You know, people are going to be changing, exchanging costume ideas. It'll be fun. It's fun. Like the group. Also, aren't we with Halloween around the corner, Tom? Aren't we going to set up like a candy exchange this year or something?
0: Uh, I didn't commit to that.
2: We <laughs> could. We could. You didn't commit to that
1: Uh, what did you say you you were working
2: what are you committing tom to
0: i guess we can do one i'll figure it out so join our group (laughs) learn along with us on how we're gonna do our candy exchange
2: (laughs) i love that idea i love candy
1: (laughs) hey julia don't we have another hey, place listeners can find us that's really about to get active now that we've entered the Bermans?
2: We uh, do. So,
0: and get some goodies. Ooh, yes. What kind of goodies?
2: Speaking of goodies, absolutely. Um, so, if you go to tizapodcast.com backslash Patreon, it takes you to an entirely different site than our regular feed but there is also content there. That content is a little special. The way you get it is by donating a minimum of a dollar a month, gets you access to all the goodies in there. Um, and we have lots and lots of content in there. Um, there is a ton of non-Christmas specific content. If a movie comes out, we're all super excited about, we'll just jump on and we'll talk about it um other hosts from other podcasts as well as other members of the tis the podcast group will join us for episodes as well and it's a fun place for (laughs) jerry um (laughs) president hot dogs up in there charlotte's up i mean like we've got a bunch of different voices not just ours um And it's a chance for some of the hosts to do single hosted episodes with other um, people as well. So that's really primarily Anthony's put a ton of content in there as well. Um, So it's kind of a nice place to expand your podcast horizons outside of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, We do tend to add more stuff there during other peak holidays and during the peak season. So it's a good time to join if you haven't already. And as far as joining is concerned, there's different levels of giving and in your different levels of giving. Up into different things so we have stickers at a certain level we have pins at a certain level at the highest level which is 25 dollars a month or more you get to pick a movie and you get to come host it with us so for the main feed so pretty cool stuff check it out again podcast.com backslash patreon we'll take you there and give you all the information so
1: i do want to say something about patreon uh yeah. speaking of listener your last week the First week of half week of September, you have got will have gotten your first Halloween bonus episode, and you will get a Halloween bonus episode through Patreon once a week through Halloween. Because I did a lot of recording for Halloween with a whole bunch of people, but you'll hear Kendall a lot because she's a Halloween fall nut, so she's always fun. And you'll hear, of course, Jerry D of Totally Rad Christmas a lot because he it's always makes himself available. He's a fourth elf. Let's face it. At this point, he is a fourth elf. Um, plus you ask for it and you're getting it in our main show this year. October is going to be Halloween month, which I'm super excited about. I'm super excited for Julia to watch scream for the first time.
2: Yeah. Honestly. It'll be the first time I've
0: ever seen it. I am not excited for Tom to have to watch Scream Scream again.
1: <laughs> Did you not like it? Or were I'm you supposed I'm a fan? Hmm. I'm actually Was I scared
0: by sc- Scream?
1: Well, no, that's why I thought Julia might like it because it's more like a dark comedy than a. Yeah, it's not. Scary. I love dark comedy. I'm seeing it on the big screen again because it's returning to the big screen for its 20th or 25th anniversary. I can't believe it's that old. It's probably 25th. Yeah, it's returning in August. Also, Tom, are you working on any new goodies?
0: We are working on some goodies. <gasps> new stuff for our uh, new stuff for our tis the podcast shop new stuff for our patrons to get for free yeah fun stuff new stuff for the
1: elves i finally started uh i finally tried out the new ipad up in newfoundland because sarah's best friend had one and oh man i need one just for appropriate man i'll be designing t-shirts like crazy because that app Ugh. is fun i got lost in it for hours
0: <laughs> which, wait inside. i lost you for a second which app procreate Hmm. do
1: not like procreate
0: i haven't used it much
1: man it's <laughs> so fun also fun uh if you like to the podcast. Check out our Thursday bonus episodes in your main feed. I wrote a Christmas book called Another Christmas Story. I know a lot of y'all asked where last week's chapter was on our Facebook group. I was away, so I didn't have time to put it together and get it uploaded. But so you'll get two, you'll have gotten two new chapters this past Thursday, one read by Rebecca Ball and one read by Art Kilmer of Cozy Chris, A Cozy Christmas Podcast. So check those out. And our very own Julia has a chapter coming up in two weeks
0: you know what else is coming up what christmas christmas 2664 hours
1: oh that's 111 days
2: that is only 15 weeks
1: y'all that actually gives me a little bit of vagina y'all because i Uh, yeah i need to get really on the shopping oh i'm good on the shopping Really? Uh huh. I can't wait for my Tom Crow <laughs> footprint ornament for my tree.
0: <laughs> Not what you're getting. I'll tell you offline what you're getting.
1: <laughs> um, also, coming up on the show next week, we're traveling over to the UK for an episode that a lot of people wanted us to cover for a while. We're going to be covering Father Christmas, the animated yeah. one. So
0: that should be fun. Bye. Excited about that. yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light Next year all our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide gay Next year all our troubles will be miles away